Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Stoker. We are Pretty Deadly. And you're listening the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao coming to you for another audio-only episode of the pod. And we're really excited for this one because we got the chance to talk to Rain Cruz at Ringside Rain on Instagram. You may remember her from this past SummerSlam as the guest ring announcer during the kickoff match between Big E and Baron Corbin because she nanalo ng TikTok WWE uh, guest ring announcer promo. And, you know, um, as we're recording this part, we just got off the call with her. And I, I love hearing her story. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, she gets to move to the US and she gets to stay there and live her oh, dreams. You, are, you, are, you, you, sir, you are Santos. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. 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 Sorry, ladies not washing my own dishes anymore. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> well, I, I would rather be in a country where the president isn't a killer. So, you know, that that's me. Uh, but yeah, we got the chance to just uh, hang out with Rain, talk about the experiences niya as a ring announcer in the, in the US, as a manager. Um, Biruin, yo, SummerSlam was only her 11th event. What the hell? <laughs> She's pretty good. I, I don't know if you guys have seen. I mean, I have. listeners, listeners. I don't know if you listeners have seen uh, her videos, but she is really good. She has the the real voice for it. And, yeah, and she and it's obvious because she puts in the work. You know, she talks about how she really just put in the time to learn her craft and to 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 run the rounds, if you will, in terms of being an announcer and being a storyteller in a sense. Yeah, so you get to hear all of that in our interview. But before we get to the main event, we got to let you know about a couple of ways you can support the podcast. One of them is through being a patron of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So for as low as 250 pesos a month or $5, uh, you get to be part of our exclusive Discord community. You get to join our watch parties. Like we got to do SummerSlam together. Uh, we got to watch NXT TakeOver 36. And then uh, come September, uh, we're going to have All Out. So by the time you hear this, we're a couple of days away from September. And that's the best part or the best time rather to sign up at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. So again, for as low as $5 a month or 250 pesos, uh, pesos a month, you can be a wrestling wrestling podcast patron get the perks, be part of the watch parties, get the merch, and all of that. Aside from the uh, patron program, you can also support us through your online shopping through Lazada. All right, guys. Malapit na mag-99 sale in a few weeks. So if you want to support us with your shopping on Lazada, all you got to do is use our affiliate link. Just type in the browser podlink.co slash EUL, podlink.co slash EUL. Use that before you add the cart and check out. And portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on the podcast. No extra cost to you. And now here's our main event, our conversation with Rain Cruz. For this week on the audio-only episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we've got a special guest, and she was also a special guest at this year's SummerSlam as the winner of the TikTok and WWE Guest Ring Announcer Contest. Please welcome to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, representing the Philippines all the way to the U.S., Rain Cruz. How's it going, Rain? 
Hi, kamusta po kayo? So Rain, uh, I'm I'm really happy na nung nag-message ka, you're like, oh, pwede naman mag-Tagalog, di ba? I'm like, yes, sobrang comfortable namin in Tagalog. So really, really happy na we get to have this chance to talk. So um, it's been a, a little under a week since SummerSlam happened. So how are you feeling now that everything has settled down? You know, I still can't believe it. Um, honestly, what? So Friday ngayon dito. So tomorrow... It'll be like a week since like SummerSlam and hanggang ngayon hindi pa na ako makapaniwala kasi you know when nung nalaman ko na nalo ko hindi makapaniwala and then nangyari yung SummerSlam hindi pa na makapaniwala nakauwi na ako hindi pa na ako makapaniwala <laughs> so we've been DMing each other on Instagram tapos ako kwento mo na you know you've been getting to mga interview requests uh, this podcast being one of them so nakailang interviews ka na at this point hindi ka pa ba nagsasawa just talking about everything ah <laughs> uh, hindi, hindi naman kasi you know I find it really, um, I don't know, to me, it's like such a great blessing, you know, to have that opportunity, you know, to SummerSlam. And then afterwards, ever since nakabalik ako, magmula Tuesday hanggang, like ngayon, like right before this podcast, meron akong interview and, you know, medyo napahaba yung interview. And I was like, oh my God, di pa ako kumakain. <laughs> and then, um, no, to me, I think, you know, I see it as a blessing, you know, because to me, it's like, I didn't want, that one time ring announcing thing to be just one time so to me i'm taking all this time and opportunity to you know to share in my story um and at the same time to me i know everyone just kind of like wants to hear about you know my experience and you know i'm willing to share that especially especially yeah uh where, where in california are you based by the way uh so ontario nice okay Interesting, interesting. So uh, I I love na at least uh, you're on Pacific time because we're recording this close to lunchtime. Dito sa Pinas at least hindi ka para mapupuyat, hindi ka mag, uh, mapapagod sa uh, conversation natin. So yeah, really happy that we we were able to put this together. So I guess we got to start with how it all began for you. Like, bakit ka ba na pasale dun sa uh, TikTok contest to begin with? Because pati dito sa Pinas pinag-usapan namin yung TikTok promo. Eh. Parang, oh, suntok sa buwan. Baka isa sa atin yung mananalo and then we get to you know be flown over there and then malaman-laman na lang namin na an actual Pinoy actually won, right? <laughs> no, uh, so kaya ako sumali kasi yung matagal ko ng pangarap din na you know, to be in a WWE ring. Um, nag-start ako maging fan na nandyan pa ako nun sa Pilipinas. And I remember when I was watching WWE you know, back home, Isip ko lang, so how do I get there? And same thing, isip po, santok sa buwans, it's like, you know, to me, it's like, well, you know, nasa states and whatever. And um, and then, you know, when I got here, yung sa akin yun, nakapunta ako sa mga events. And, pero the dream never stopped. And so to me, um, nakita ko yung contest, I was like, oh my God, that's an opportunity. You know, kasi libre naman gumawa ng video, di ba? So to me, why not? And then at the same time, nag-start akong mag, um, mag-ring announce uh, indie wrestling scene like this year. So in my head, well, that's like perfect timing because I'm already doing it. And then why not na, you know, mag- magpadala ako ng mga videos. So yun yung goal ko na parang, okay, number one, obviously manalo, <laughs> hopefully. And then number two, yung parang opportunity lang ba na if for some crazy reason hindi ako yung manalo, um, at least na ibahagi ko yung kaya kong gawin and maybe someone out there will see my video and they would think na, okay, you know what? Don't see, ano, ringside rain, rain cruise, you know, yung meron naman siyang kahit paanong talent. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, may tanong ako, uh, did they say, um, did you, is there a chance na kunin ka nila ulit ng WWE? Uh, wala silang sinabi. Uh, they made it clear na, you know, it's like a one-time um, contest. Pero, you know, um, yung si Beth Phoenix um, na, na kausap ko siya like after the event. No, actually, no. So, umupo kasi siya sa tabi ko nung, nung yung sa match ni Edge and uh, Seth Rollins. So, umupo siya sa tabi ko and then sabi lang niya, oh my God, great job. And then, yeah. Tapos nung paalis na siya, sabi niya, you know, you crushed it. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I'll see you again. Now, I don't think she's telling me, like, you know, like, you know, there, whatever. I think it's mostly na parang naniwala siya sa kakayahan ko na in her mind and in her heart na even though yung contest, a one-time thing lang, there is a possibility for me na, you know, whether it be WWE or anywhere else. And, 
you know, may chance ako na, you know, to make it somehow, some way. Hey, who knows, diba? Kasi once upon a time, Beth Phoenix was an indie wrestler and Molly Holly pretty much said the same thing to her. So, and, and look where Beth Phoenix is now, Hall of Fame career and all that. So uh, who knows, maybe nga, uh, this could be the start of something bigger for you. But how did the fandom all begin for you? And you mentioned, diba, nagsimula nga yan dito sa Pinas. So uh, uh, were you watching from the Attitude Era days, Ruthless Aggression Era? How did it all start for you? So um, I started watching wrestling back in 2006. Um, like, I took a Taekwondo class because, like, my mom said, "Okay, you go here. Make sure you like, you know, you can do Taekwondo so that you can get your body in case you bully here." Okay. So I sprained my ankle. Ko. So now I was just at home, and then I was like, "All right, I can't do anything." And I don't have a TV. Palipat lipat ng channel, and the next thing I know, I saw John Cena. And, wala na, parang na-attract lang ako kasi hindi ko alam kung ano nangyayari. And then at the same time, in my head, well, you know, magpa-plan na ako na mag-move, parang isip ko, okay, well, interesting yung pinapanood ko, and at the same time, to me, it was like a way for me to practice my English. Parang yung nakikinig ka ng English. So I was like, Okay, panoorin ko siya. And then next thing I know, nanonood ako ng mga replay. And that was the same year na dumating si Batista sa Pilipinas. May yes. SmackDown sa Araneta Coliseum. Ando kami nun. So, yun. Kaya parang nakakatuwa kasi parang yung, yung year na naging fan ako, nagpunta yung WWE sa Pilipinas. And fun fact, nanalo ako ng contest. Ooh. Then, sa Pilipinas, yung alam yung Jack TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but like they like they show like you know all like the WWE shows. Yeah, live Jack- pay-per-views and all. Yeah. Yeah. So, meron silang contest na parang uh, they ask people to submit a question for Dave Batista, and you mama pipiling tanong, you get to like ask the question to Dave mismo. Wow. Same thing. I was like, you know, I'm bumili ako ng mga prepaid load. Sabi ko, kailangan manalo ko. So, nagpadala ako ng at least 10 or 15 questions. And napili na rin tanong ko. And I was like, oh my God. So, na-meet ko si Dave Batista nung pumunta sila ng Pilipinas. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Because like, to me, I just started watching wrestling and then all of a sudden, like I'm meeting this person. So yeah, and then yun, nagpatuloy na lang siya nung, nung uh, pumunta ko dito nung 2007. The weird thing is that somehow it made me feel at home. Na even though yung wrestling is like obviously produced here sa States, somehow it made me feel at home because nung nag-start ako manood ng wrestling, you know, pinapanood namin ng, ng lola ko or ng lolo ko. And to me, that kind of like, comforted me nung nanonood ako ng wrestling na parang to me it's like oh you know parang nanonood lang ulit kami ni nanay o ni tatay ganun I love it because uh, you're not the first person who's come on the podcast and has shared memories of watching wrestling with their lolo or with their lola like for some reason recurring theme siya for a lot of people from our generation I don't know why but it just is uh, were you in what grade school or high school nung tayo na to when you were discovering wrestling um 17 or 18 years old so ano na First year college na. Okay, so we're right around the same age, all, all four of us. Interesting. Okay. So uh, you mentioned that it felt like home to you and uh, tama ba na it helped make the adjustment when you migrated? Did it, did it make it easier for you? Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, that's how I was able to make friends here. Because um, yun alam ko dito eh. Parang, okay, well, papasok ako sa school, may suot akong John Cena shirt or WrestleMania shirt. And, you know, may makaka-recognize that, oh my God, it's like John Cena shirt, whatever. And <laughs> well, you know, then I start making friends because they like wrestling too. And at the same time for me, you know, I didn't really know what's going on here. You know, mm-hmm. hindi naman updated sa culture dito. So to me, that's how I connected with people through wrestling. And I think that's why malapit talaga siya sa puso ko. Kasi, you know, it's hard to leave home, especially, you know, at that time I was 18. Um, you know, I had my friends, my family back home. And, you know, basically, and I had to like build like my own community again. And that's why wrestling, because that's how I built my community because of wrestling. 
So it's interesting you mentioned how people walk up to you with like a John Cena shirt on. Because an experience could end yeah, being uh, having family in the northern California, naman, San Francisco. Uh, people like I was at the Target one time. Tapos nakab the bar shirt ako. So it's like Seamus and Cesaro, the bar on the t-shirt. And then one of the employees just started doing the bar and <laughs> I was in line paying for something. Diba? So it's like they're very open there, very forward and I guess friendly to an extent of letting people know how they feel about what you have on and if they can relate to it. Marika, you've also uh, journeyed into the local wrestling scene, Jens, uh, California. So can you tell us how you got into that, man? So for that, um, I actually just started this year. Um, so basically, um, so I, I'm going to track back to like 2019. I started on a YouTube channel. Or I, I did have my YouTube channel, but then I started uploading um, wrestling-related content on my YouTube channel back in 2019. And because I knew, okay, yung pangarap ko to be in WWE, ano pa rin sa puso ko, you know, it didn't go away. So I was like, all right, you know, YOLO, basically, I got to find a way to like, you know, make it or whatever. So, um, so I went to my wrestling related content on YouTube. And then last year, I joined an online wrestling school. Um, we weren't doing moves. It was just mostly like, yung, yung basic, uh, parang, um, how you create storylines, how you build your character, basically psychology of wrestling. And because of that class, I met some people And one of them, actually Filipino din siya. Um, his name's Jojo. And um, nirefer niya ako sa very first promoter ko, sa Orange County Championship Wrestling. And so nirefer niya ako doon. And so I sent him my YouTube channel. And then so when I met him in December, he's like, you know, I, I, I don't have anything for you as a manager yet, but you can like interview my wrestlers. So sa akin, isip ko lang, okay, well, opportunity. And at the same time, I've never worked in the indie scene. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, kasi isip ko, you know, whatever. It's like a, something I can learn. And at the same time, just the fact that I get to like work in the wrestling industry. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. So I started ako noon sa um, Orange County Championship Wrestling. And I think yung show namin, because of the pandemic, it kept getting canceled. And then finally, February of this year, 2021, Uh, you know, I worked my very first show here in Orange County. And yeah, so ever since then, meron ako at least event like every month. Um, so up until SummerSlam, SummerSlam is basically my 11th event. Wow. Damn. I wonder if, uh, sorry, just a quick aside here. I wonder if she's ever gotten to work with Nicole by now. Have you encountered Santino Bros? Yung school yeah, yun yung, yung, ano ko, yun yung uh, online wrestling school ko. So, oh, okay. Uh, we have a couple of friends from that school. One of them, his name is Koto Hero. He's uh, half, ano rin, half Filipino. And then yung fiance niya, her name is Nicole. She's been training at Santino Bros then. Uh, galing siya dito talaga. She was a wrestler here in the Philippines. So I don't know if you've encountered them. Si Nina. No. The shoot name is Nina, I think. No, no. Her yeah. ring name is Nina. Yeah. It's yeah. a very Pinoy thing. No? Oh, uh, you were at that ano, school. <laughs> Kilala mo ba si ganito? Kilala no, mo ba si ganyan? It's ganyan. a very Pinoy thing. I'm sorry. I know California is bigger than Kiapo. Uh, <laughs> it's SoCal, eh. So, <laughs> yeah. Yun nga. Na-assume ko kasi SoCal, eh. I mean, we did hit it. Diba? Santino Bros was, was the online school. Yeah. So, you know. Are you were saying? No, no, no. Uh, I was just going to ask because uh, you mentioned that you are going to uh, online school with Santino Bros. So is this you wanting to become a wrestler, an actual wrestler in the ring? Not uh, to be a wrestler, but to be a wrestling manager. Okay, okay, okay. And I think nung time ngayon, bago actually mag-pandemic, meron silang class for like advocates. Basically, if you don't want to be a wrestler, uh, how to develop your character, how to kind of like carry yourself and like be in the ring and like basically develop your promo. And the current pandemic, and then so they canceling my classes nila, and then next thing I know, we're in an online class, which I really learned a lot from that class. And you know, super thankful ako kasi napabait ni mga coach. And um, like I said, without that class, I wouldn't be here because you know I wouldn't have been able to kind of like build my network and you know build connections with people. So yeah, um, I I don't know. Like as much as I want to wrestle, I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> So, I mean, I can try, I can learn the basics, but I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, it's like masya- ano, parang napapagod ako <laughs> panoorin yun. No, I feel you. Sobrang uh, gets ko yun because I'm manager lang din ako. Like, I don't want to get in the ring talaga and people would ask me the same thing na, oh, don't you want to have like your own finisher and all that? I'm like, no, I'm cool. Okay na ako dito sa ringside as a manager. So I, I totally understand that. <laughs> uh, getting into your experience of breaking into the indie wrestling scene, was it intimidating for you because one, uh, immigrant ka, two, babae ka, and then three, Um, a lot of people who get into wrestling, they try to do that in their teens or in their early 20s. And but we're in our early 30s now. So uh, was it intimidating for all of those reasons? Yes. Um, because part of it is like age-wise, for example, you know, I'm surrounded by people who are way younger than me. But then, you know, later on, I ended up meeting people who are like either my age or like older than me. And then at the same time, it's like the whole fact that immigrant the whole You know, intimidating shot because like I said, this has always been my dream. And back when I first moved here, you know, you know, go how like, you know, I, you know, and um, so I was like, eh, I guess, you know, maybe that's it for me. I'm just like meant to like watch this, you know, whatever. And like I said, the dream just never died. And um, no first time going to show up a wrestling dojo. I was like, okay, this is, you know, kind of intimidating because of course, but then at the same time, I was like, well, you know, you know what your dream is, either you feel intimidated or you kind of just like show them, hey, at the point, kaya kong gawin, ganun, take it or leave it type of deal. I'm willing to learn, but at the same time, this is, this is me. And, um, you know, yung character ko sa Orange County Championship Wrestling, you know, they pinakalala na ako as like someone like from the Philippines, like an intern from the Philippines. <laughs> Yeah, I saw some of your videos on Instagram. Uh, your ring name is Rain Malisha, diba? Yes. So yes. Where, where does that come from? So yung promoter in Orange County Championship Wrestling, his name's Jonathan Malice. And when I uh, when we were talking about my character, he's like, all right, what's your backstory? And you know, okay, so Nung gumawa ako ng um, video ko, ng wrestling promo ko on my YouTube page, yung isa sa mga gimmick ko is like, I'm the illegitimate child of Vince McMahon. So, <laughs> One of them. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> so, yun yung sabi ko sa kanya, wala akong maisip na, sabi ko, yung backstory ko, sabi ko sobrang sad and dark. Do you want to hear it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then so Kinwentok Sanya. So well, your backstory is like I'm I'm the illegitimate daughter of like a wrestling promoter and I'm from the Philippines and you know I'm looking I'm here because I'm looking for my father. And he's like, all right, your last what is Mal because his name's Jonathan Malice. He's like, so what's Malice in Tagalog? Sapiko Malisha. And then <laughs> and then so so you and so far in a sense. Oops, sorry, you spoiled it. Oh no, you spoiled it. Great. Way to ruin the business. <laughs> Basically, yon. Siya nag-isip noon. Sabi niya kasi parang nung una hindi niya parang parang ang dark naman ng backstory ko. Tapos parang sabi niya, no, then you then your last name is Malaysia. But then um obviously dun sa WWE contest, you know, they asked me for my my real last name. So That's why it's Rain Cruz. So only that to to have your your actual name, diba, on a WWE graphic. It's on the network. No one can ever scrub that unless you pull a Chris Benoit or some shit. But even Benoit's on the network, so like you know, uh, it, it's there forever, diba. No one can take that away from you. So uh, that's that's just amazing. But to go back to your entry into the business, did you ever feel like, uh, or did the other? Wrestlers or trainees make you feel like ah manager kalang like you know like, like you weren't really one of the boys and the girls. Did that ever happen? I mean, merong times na so for example, yung sub promotions namin Orange County Championship Wrestling and Venue Wrestling Entertainment. So those are my two regular promotions right now. So merong kaming parang okay, merong parang set wrestlers for those promotions. Then minsan merong parang mga dayo ganon. Hmm. And you know they see me and I can tell they look at me differently. And then, you know, once the show starts, they see what I do. And then after the show, they're just like, you can kind of tell make a form of like respect. And I mean, there's still like some other people who are just kind of like, eh, but it's like one or two. But at the same time, for the most part, 
I think because nakakita nila yung drive ko and at the same time, I'm very helpful sa kanila. Um, you know, they, you know, respect me a lot. And, you know, honestly, I wouldn't have made it, you know, to SummerSlam kung wala sila. You know, um, going into the week na uh, before SummerSlam, I was so upset because I was like, I don't think I'm going to win this, you know, because like, Again, going back to the whole thing that, you know, I'm an immigrant, you know, and, and all that, like kind of like that kind of like place in my head sometimes we're in, you know, of course, they're going to pick someone who's like probably like from here or whatever. And um, they're going to pick a white girl or a white guy or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's easy. And then at the same time, you know, like, you know, maybe I'm not pronouncing the words the right way because I don't have the American accent or whatever. So it's just like they probably don't like me, you know, and maybe I look like a kid, or I don't know. <laughs> so, but I see that, you know, they're very supportive. They're like, Rain, like, just don't lose hope, you know, you you show so much passion, uh, but um, you know, even if it doesn't happen, one way or another, may makakapansin sa'yo. Ganun. Yung lang yung inaano nila sa'kin, yung pinapayan nila sa'kin. And honestly, um, some of my videos, um, meron ako mga, um, friends from OCCW, they stayed with me to like midnight at the dojo just so I could tape those, um, you know, duets with WWE. And, you know, they were helping me out and, you know, they didn't have to do that, you know, but at the same time, I think um, because nakita nila yung parang, yung will and desire ko to help them out as well. Because I don't just show up and do my thing. I actually, you know, I show up and I'm a team player. And to me, it's like, hey, how can I help you? Because parang isip ko, you know, maging successful yung isa sa amin. To me, that's success of the whole team. Yeah, exactly. So to me, I don't just, yeah. So to me, I don't just like show up, do my thing and leave. I'm more of like, I show up, how can I help you? And, you know, I think nagdaramdaman nila yun. So to me, yun, parang to me, hey, I need you guys to support. Yun, talagang todo support natin sila sa akin. Okay, I have a question. Um, you go on SummerSlam around this time last week. So after that, uh, you get interview requests, but you also get more looks from more companies around the area or you know, um, elsewhere about uh, possibly being a ring announcer for them. So right now, so yeah, I had like a bunch of like interview requests, um, mostly like wrestling podcasts, and then yung GMA actually, um, yeah, like starts to interview na ako. After this, actually, my interview ako with GMA. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yung in terms of like bookings, um, meron ako na booking for this month, um, yeah, because nice. of you know what happened. Um, and um, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to kind of like travel around the country because I want to see like, yeah, I honestly, natutuwa ako sa ano, yung, yung, yung indie scene because it's like you meet like different kinds of people and characters. Yeah. And then that's how you know you love wrestling is when you actually go to like indie shows. Because, you know, WWE, cool. It's like a TV show. Let's, let's, face, let's face it. It's a TV show, you know, and it's a grand event. Um, but I feel like, until you like start appreciating the indie like scene, parang dun mo realize yung talagang yung yung beauty yung beauty and art of wrestling. Okay, uh, real quick, pala. Uh, ano na, what is it like now? Uh, right over there uh, during the pandemic, like uh, is it super back to normal and everything? Um, it feels like we're back to normal. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. Um, I don't know. It just feels like we're back to normal. Yun lang. Parang nakamash. Sana all. Nakamash. Sana all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's weird because not everyone's vaccinated too. So it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like iffy. And um, But yeah, I think um, at the arena, everyone, talagang mahigpit din sila. Every time na merong hindi nakamask, yung security, they go up to you and they say, put, put your mask back up. Tama yun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, even like backstage, everyone's like wearing like their masks. So um, yung sa yung sa aeroplano medyo parang na, na it was weird because before parang may space kada pasahero, pero nitong huling lumipad kami tabi tabi na kami lahat. So that was kind of weird for me. <laughs> yeah, I want to say just as somebody who was also just there, smart people wear masks. Everybody else <laughs> they do what they want. Uh, so yeah, so I, I totally. Para ayon yung pamaniwala ng sinabi ko back to normal na sila. 
<laughs> no, kasi yung indie scenes, kasi yung indie scenes, uh, I would assume they might have a little more difficulty right. like putting on shows uh, compared to the bigger bigger companies. Fair, fair. So, Rain, back to you. You you talked about or you mentioned about going to different indie scenes around the US, diba? And we there's this stereotype of how indie the indie scene in general really isn't a, a great source of income, diba? So it's not really something people do for a living, kahit dito sa Pilipinas, diba? So especially dito sa Pilipinas. So is that something that concerned you when you started taking up wrestling? Or were you just after it for the pure passion? Um, so I'm after you know wrestling because of pure passion, but at the same time, I know I know na parang every show that I become a part of, every show na I get to ring announce or interview wrestlers, that to me is practice. So even though merong shows na parang they give me gas money, merong shows na thank you, see you again. Hot you know dogs. <laughs> <laughs> parang to me, it's like, okay, well, kahit malayo ang jive, parang isip ko lang, you know what? One day it will pay off. You know, lagi ko na sa isip kasi parang I can always like practice here and, you know, magring announce. But, but yung iba pa rin yung nasa harap pa ng live audience. And so to me, I took it as, yeah, you know, hindi, you know, hindi naman ako kumikita talaga sa indie shows. But at the same time, I see it as, you know what, what better way to practice and to be good at, you know, with something that I love to do than to go to these shows. And at the same time, I had, well, in a sense, it's like free wrestling. Like I get to like watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're going to take a break from our conversation with Rain Cruz so we can tell you about another way you can support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and that is through your online shopping, this time over on Shopee. Right. Things you want and need are also on Shopee. You can also support us with your shopping on Shopee. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. That's tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. Again, portions of your purchases will be used to you know, help us do what we do here on the podcast. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Chino Liao here host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Clown. Now, I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless. The jokes are aplenty only here on Class Clown. Um, a lot of people have seen your SummerSlam experience and they're like, wow, si Rain, sobrang big time na. But they probably don't know what it's like when you really have to make those towns, go to the indie shows. So what's the shittiest experience you've had like at an indie show? Um, you don't have to like name the company or anything. Pero siguro like, um, kunwari kami ni Ro, we've experienced performing at a covered court na merong mga nasunugan na pinaalis ng barangay kasi may politikong nagbayad for a wrestling show doon. So yung dressing room namin, tent lang siya tapos sobrang dilim. And it was so shitty, like mapanghe, uh, malamok, and then yung nga, merong mga, burn, uh, mga nasunugan na, na doon, parang nakarehas lang sila or whatever. So like, did you have an experience like that? Um, honestly, to me, um, I, I think yung parang pin, I think this is like probably the worst experience to, for me. But mo, mainly because there was an injury involved. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, I mean, in terms of like venue, I kind of like expected anyway that it's not going to be like you know like you know, as grand as WWE. Um, but like, uh, I think it's my eighth show. Um, and you know, some mga wrestlers that the injured. And I remember I was like shooting like video too. And then like next thing I know, he like falls and like he slips and then yung yung nabali yung neck niya. That was very traumatizing for me because it was just like the fact that you know I know this person and one of the one of the nicest guys ever na namitko in the wrestling world, just to see him basically kind of like you know lose his dream just like that. That was probably like one of the worst things that I've seen or I've been a part of uh, in the indie scene. Um, primarily because okay, nang yaring accident and at the same time, if if this is more of like, you know, parang WWE na, you know, bigger stage and all that, obviously, meron silang paramedics. Yeah. 
in the show ito. So when that happened, we're all like, okay, what's going on? What do we do? And then I remember, um, you know, wala namang nurse, wala namang paramedic. So uh, they took him out of the ring. And then tumakbo ako, kumuha ako ng tubig, binyoksyon ng tubig. Then sabi, no, I can still continue. I can still do the match. And we're like, are you sure? And he got back in the ring and then humiga lang siya. And then like, I remember, pinisil ko yung kamay niya, hindi niya mapisil yung kamay ko pabalik. And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And so that to me was kind of really like traumatizing. Kasi, you know, like I said, the fact na it's a small show and, you know, wala na kaming paramedic. And that could have turned out, you know, for the worse, para sa yeah. kanya. Luckily, he's alive and um, you know he's walking and all that. But just I remember that night and yung makatulog because I was like just it just kept replaying in my head. Kumpano siya nahulog ganon and we're all like oh my god, walang paramedics ganon. Because it's simple, di ba? Small show and wala naman talaga ng budget to have a paramedics on standby. So, so uh, I want to ask a question about your family, if that's okay. Since yeah, medyo Diba, hindi naman siya typically Pinoy thing na gawin, lalo na sakitan mo eh, diba? in a sense, if you think about it, really. So what does your family think of you pursuing this uh, wrestling journey? Um, to be honest with you, they didn't know of this until the TikTok contest. Wow. <laughs> wow. Surprise! That sounds familiar. <laughs> same tayo, same tayo. <laughs> you know, kasi to me, I mean, I remember, I mean, dati pa naman sa Pilipinas, like, oh, the audition ako naman kung ano-ano and all that. And, you know, sometimes, like, ang, 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 like, with my family, they're usually like, you're just wasting your time or whatever. I think it's like, okay, whatever. Oh, and with, like, oh wrestling, <laughs> so it's like, the wrestling, parang ngayon, uh, you know, nung nag-start ako na yung sa, yung in, working in the indie scene, separate Instagram account, but at the same time, I had to have a separate Instagram account anyway, <laughs> you know, to promote my brand and all that, but they didn't know of it. And then, so, when they saw the TikTok contest, they realized, wait, you're doing this, like, for wrestling and this and that? And I was like, yeah, just, you know, I like doing it and all that. And then, they didn't know that I won the contest until after SummerSlam. Wow. No one knew my husband. So, oh. um, so yeah, um, well, part of it is because, you know, um, you know, yung respeto ko rin yung kagustuhan ng WWE to uh, keep it as a secret until right. they announce it. Yeah. Right, right, right. And they want to get disqualified. So oh, naman. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Secret pala siya. Okay. Uh, wrestling fan din ba asawa mo? Uh, no. He used to be a wrestler in high school, pero hindi siya talaga wrestling fan. Nanonood siya ng UFC, pero hindi siya yung talagang wrestling fan. So what does he think pero, about all this? Like, is he the, the MMA bro type na, oh, that shit's fake anyway? So, he's mentioned that before, and parang, oh, you know, I'll watch it, but, you know, it's like fake anyway. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not really fake, but the storyline is fake, but at the same time, it's like the moves, you yeah. know, they actually do it. And you know they have to rehearse it, and when they get injured, it's it's real, you know. I'm yeah. you know same person. Um, so sa kanya, nung, ano, you know, he would go to shows with me, especially when I started in the indie scene. Sabi ko sa kanya, well, you know, um, kasi malayo yung um yung dojo sa amin. So and syempre di pagdabirin yung events. And, yeah. Um, so sabi ko sa kanya. Pwede ka bang sumama sa akin? Kasi number one, para ikaw mag-drive papunta, mag-drive pabalik. <laughs> number two, kailangan ko ng cameraman. So, sumama ka na. So, yun. At least na-enjoy rin niya in a sense. Kasi I think to him, he sees how much I love it. And nakikita niya na masaya ako sa ginagawa ko. Um, even though, kind of like what we talked about earlier, hindi naman talaga siya yung parang you know, I can't really monetize it, you know, but at the same time, I think nakikita niya yung talagang passion and at the same time, yung, yung pangarap ko, ganun. And yung mga, yung mga kasama kong wrestlers, they're very welcoming na nagustuhan din niya yung parang camaraderie na hindi lang ako yung binabati nila. Pag wala siya, hinahanap nila yung asawa ko, ganun. So, I think because of that, parang medyo nagsistart na rin siya na parang, okay, maging, maging fan in a sense. Or That's at least good. Uh, it, on Instagram, you shouted out Mike Rome and Greg Hamilton as mentors. So, what did they teach you before you got in there? So, um, because I didn't find out uh, which match I'd be announcing until the day of. 
Mm-hmm. Um, which honestly, it worked out well for me. Because to me, had I known which match it would be, alam ko na mangyayari. Mag-rehearse ako, mag-rehearse, and mananibis ako. And the next thing I know, I wouldn't have enjoyed the moment na nanalo ako. Um, so I found out na, okay, I'll be announcing Big E versus Baron Corbin. So um, you can go to Mike Rome at first. And he's like, okay, so you know, you can, you can like, do it this way or that way. And then I remember nung nag-rehearse kami nung una, I tried it a different way. And he's like, see, like, you know, maybe, you know, if you're going to attempt to do that, maybe try this. So nagbibigay talaga ng mga tips and as to how I can make it, you know, my style. Kasi nung sabi niya sa akin, sabi niya, this is you, this is your prize. You do it your way. And the same thing with uh, Greg Hamilton. Um, you always have to be prepared for like last minute changes because you know um you know things happen just like that in wrestling and you always have to be prepared and honestly during the show um we were literally right behind them and they didn't have to do it but especially greg hamilton and sabine rain you know, um, remember when I said, be prepared for like changes and this and that. And so this is what's going on. And I just found out right now that I have to announce this and that. And Becky Bato. That that. Hmm? Becky Bato. Um, that one, I think that was a surprise for him. Uh, yung etong conversation ato was, um, I think when they announced like Yuma Olympians and as a... Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think he knew of it, but at the same time, parang... It wasn't supposed to happen at that moment. And then, parang sabi na sa kanya, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I think yung, the part with Becky, he didn't know that until that moment too. Right. It was like a last minute change and, um, you know, and then he just had to like roll with it basically. So yon, and then, you know, they told me, you know, um, yeah, and then they followed me on Instagram and I was like, oh, that's really nice. And to them, they kind of saw me as like someone, uh, you know, parang, you know, they can, teach and you know it's it's really nice na parang sa akin um yung prize ko it wasn't just you know to announce at SummerSlam to me it became like a learning experience I uh I've been going through your Instagram stuff guy and some of your earlier videos feature you as Asuka's manager like I think that's the goal diba so did you get to meet her backstage was she there at SummerSlam no so I don't know why she wasn't there, but I didn't get to meet her. I met a lot of people, but Asuka wasn't there. So that was kind of like, ah. but at the same time, I was just like, kind of like happy that I was there. So what was the biggest thing that shocked you being there, uh, you know, backstage, meeting WWE people, seeing how the sausage is made, so to speak? Um, biggest thing, probably, huh? I guess like young, um, Yung, um, hmm, now I'm like, I'm thinking about it. You know what? I didn't think that there would be uh, that many like Hall of Famers just like hanging out. Like, Did you get remember, to say hi and meet them and stuff? Yeah. So what's weird is it's like so random. And sometimes they walk up to me to introduce themselves to me. And I thought that was like really cool. Because you know, after the rehearsal call, I got out of the ring and then um, Simali Holly, like she walked up to me and I knew it was her, but at the same time, I, I just had like that moment of like, why back to the malapit sa akin? Ano nangyayari dito? Aloka, no? Yes, because to me, it's like, oh my God, pinapanood ko lang kay Dad sa Pilipinas. So she walked up to me and then she took my hand and she's like, you know, you know, congratulations. That was really great. And like in my head, I was just like, oh my God, is this really happening? Uh, and then she's like, I'm Nora. And I, of course I know who you are in my head. And then, um, and uh, so I just said, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she like pulls her mask down. She's like, oh, Molly Holly. And I was like, oh yes, 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 yes. I do know you, yes. And then right after that to Beth Phoenix, same thing. Like she's like, you know, telling me congratulations, la la la. And, and she's like, I'm Beth, nice to meet you. <laughs> For some reason, I was like, Beth. I was thinking of my co like my old co-worker, like Beth. I was like, Why is Beth here? 
<laughs> but then I think she saw I was confused. And then so she pulls down her mask and then she's like, oh, I'm Beth Phoenix. And I was like, oh my God, I think I just died right now. Because <laughs> it's on me. It's like, they didn't have to do that. You know, pero yung parang level of respect nila na parang, you know, for someone who's like trying to like pursue her dream, parang siguro parang natuwa rin sila na parang, you know, I tried my best to get there and then, you know, parang naging sobrang um, supportive sila. And, you know, I didn't expect that. Like at first I was thinking maybe backstage, it's like people are just gonna like walk past you then on. Pero, you know, it's, kagaya na pinag-usapan kanina na parang it's like the camaraderie of wrestling. Yun yung parang na, nakita ko na parang everyone's just like a family, ganon, hi, hello, kamayan, ganon. And, yun, nakakatuwang makita kasi, syempre, you know, hindi mo naman nakita yun sa TV, you know, because sometimes like what if they're against each other, you know. Um, so, yun, yun ang parang pinaka-surprise sa akin na parang yung level of like parang camaraderie like backstage na um, parang, you know, they're all like, you know, operating as a family, you know. So, who did you meet that made you the most starstruck? See, is it a Molly Holly ba, or was there somebody else? Honestly, I think, I think it was that actually, like Molly Holly and Beth Phoenix. I think because to me, um, I don't know. I guess because like for me, you know, like as a woman, it's like they were the ones that I looked up to. So to me, when I met them, it's like, oh my god, this is happening. And then you're telling me I did a great job. Like, oh my god, what's going on? Um, I met Triple H. Wow. Wow. Remember, and uh, this is crazy. So I remember, can you get my purse? Like, because I'm about to rehearse. I need my, made the holes candy. I need my candy. Like, I need my holes candy. Um, and then, so, like, you know, can you want your purse gone? And then, can I can candy go? And then, oh, Triple H is right behind you. He's coming over. I was like, really? Right after, like, I ate my candy, really. So, like, I can candy. Then I realized, wait a minute, you're wearing a mask. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. And then so he come, he came up to me and then, um, you know, and, like, he shook my hand. And ano siya, parang, yung parang ano lang, kalmado lang. Hindi siya yung parang super excited. Pero super nice. Ganon. And at first, I was like, kasi yung parang reaction ng mga, uh, yung WWE mismo, WWE crew na kasama ko, right? Triple H is here, like just, you know, no, no pressure, it's just Triple H. So sa isip-isip ko naman, okay, well, I, you know, in my head, just number one, ang pinaka-rule ko talaga noon was don't be a fangirl. Kasi to me, the last thing I want, the last thing I wanted was for them to remember me as that fan backstage. Yeah. I wanted them to remember me as, oh, Rain Cruz, she's the ring announcer. She got here, she did her thing, and you know, that's it. You know, she did a great job, whatever. Um, I didn't want them to remember me as, oh, Rain Cruz, the, mark. the winner. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's such a mark, you know. So when I met him, congratulations, uh, have fun. Um, that's what we all do here. We don't know what we're doing, we're just having fun. <laughs> I feel like I think he's trying his best na parang maging sobrang personable without like yung parang kasi parang bit corporate na siya, di ba? So parang he didn't want it to be like super parang, you know, masyado siyang ma, um, makwela, ganun. So that was really nice. Uh, so, you know, you, you won the contest and sinagot nila yung airfare, the hotel, and all that, right? So, um, what other things uh, stood out from that entire experience? Uh, your car service. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so pinalipad nila kami and then the car service at the airport, a car service from the hotel to the stadium. That was really nice. And I remember when we got to the stadium, security they're like so like like who's back there and then like yeah you know, they rolled down the window and i was like he, it was funny he's like he's like probably like who is this person because you know i had my hair and makeup done so to him nakita niya akong all dressed up got my hair and makeup done to him it's like okay you 
sino ka ganon. Sabi ko lang, oh, I'm the TikTok announcer contest winner. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. But it was just like really cool kasi parang to me, it's like, you know, I've been on a, an airplane. I've been to a hotel. I think car service, you know, it's like someone waiting for you at the airport. I was like, that was like a, that was a first. <laughs> it's cool, no? Thinking about it, like, shit, sagot to lahat ni Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> can you believe it? Like, you know, I get to like do something that I you know love to do. And then sagot nila yung lahat. Everything. I think ang ang naging expense namin was obviously yung pagkain outside of, of the event. Yeah. And then um hair and makeup. Like I remember sabi ko sa asawa ko, I'm going to be on TV. Let's just find someone. Please let's find someone. And then um yun, yun lang yung Uber namin pabalik sa airport. Yun. Right. Um I uh, I, I want to get into yung like us being Asian because you mentioned nga, di ba, na parang oh you know I I have to get someone because iba yung complexion nating Asians nating mga Pinoy compared to like uh, you know everyone else. So uh, did anyone think na you were young because di ba, we relatively look younger than uh, like white people in general. So did yeah. anyone think na oh yeah you, you're like a college kid or whatever? Yeah. What's funny is that after my um, after I did my whole ring announcing thing. Um, you know, like starting show and sabi ko sa asawa ko, sabi, I'm gonna go backstage. I'm hungry. You know, I'm gonna go backstage. So, catering. Oh, lakad ako. Mga sa catering. Di ngayon, syempre, di ba, lalakad ka buong arena, ganon. And then, there were some people who were like, congratulations, great job, whatever. And then there's this guy, he's like, hey, hey, where's your driver's license? And I just like laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Siyempre, di ba? I'm, I'm, I'm 5'2", so siyempre, maliit din ako. Yeah. And then, walang isip nila, ano to, 15 years old? <laughs> right. I want to zoom out here for a bit and uh, ask about uh, being an Asian living in the States. Siyempre, itong time na to, di ba? Very turbulent din siya with the anti-AAPI sentiment. So I guess it's, I also wanted to get your thoughts on it as a Filipina living in the US now. And, you know, you've settled uh, down there. You've made a life for yourself. Um... Have you experienced ba yung anti-AAPI sentiment directly since, you know, this whole thing blew up? Directly towards me, no. Um, but, you know, I was aware of that. And honestly, natakot din ako kasi in my head, well, you know, that's not going to happen like here, like in the West Coast or like here in California. And then next thing I know, nangyayari na rin sa downtown LA. And then, so to me, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, what if like, you know, I'm at the grocery store and then someone just like, you know, you know, like does something to me because they see me as like, a, you know, an Asian woman, you know, and, um, you know, I've experienced like racism, like elsewhere, um, even before this whole like anti-API uh, thing. Um, but yeah, like um, during the pandemic, um, I didn't really uh, experience anything. I was mostly scared for my family. You know, my older relatives go along because, um, you know, they're. I feel like they're more of a target. Because, yep. yeah. you know, when people see them, it's like, how can they fight back? You know, I feel like for myself, they see me. Although I do like a, look like a kid sometimes, you know, um, they see me as like, okay, somehow she can fight back. But I feel like, you know, for my older relatives, yun ang parang naging um, scary para sa akin. Because I've seen like people who got beaten up in like the Bay Area. Yeah. Oh my God, like, why would you do that? You know, it's like so dumb. But, um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you know, they're like such an easy target. So, yeah, it's mostly, you know, aware of this hatred. And at the same time, I was scared for my family. Is your entire family there? Like, pati yung Lolo Lola mo, who, you know, you used to watch wrestling with? No, um, actually, um, most of my family are still in the Philippines. Um, konti lang kami dito. Um, andito yung mom ko, then yung tita ko, a uh, few cousins. I have like some, um, yung para mga malalayang pinsan, ganoon. Pero yung immediate family ko talaga nasa Pilipinas. Outside of wrestling, uh, what do you do? Because I, I know that you have a background in journalism, but you were a uh, researcher at Reporters Notebook for GMA. Is this still yes. your line of work uh, over there in Ontario? So for me, um, my background is in television production. Um, so most of my experience is 
basically like behind the scenes for like tier production. Like I, um, I recently moved to Ontario for my job right now. Um, but uh, like my background was doing tier production for the Lakers and Dodgers pregame postgame shows. And then like this year, nag transition ako into live streaming. Um, just because honestly, this is mostly for wrestling. Kasi yung schedule, I mean, I love my job um, at the Lakers TV network. I really love it. Like live TV is my passion. But nung decide ako to pursue wrestling, I was like, something's gotta give. Like either I let go of that or I let go of wrestling. Kasi yung schedule ko hindi magfit sa time ng mga shows, mga wrestling shows. So yeah. I had to work nights and weekends, you know, to cover like the Laker games, for example. So I had to make a choice. So um, I ventured into the live streaming world because I figured, okay, schedule wise, you know, I may have to go to work, but then I'll be able to like be done early enough so I can drive, you know, do my one hour drive to my wrestling event. So Interesting. I love how, you know, even uh, at our age, you're also the type of person that, you know, paglalaban ko tong dream ko, diba? Sabi nga ni Daniel Bryan, fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. So I love how you've just really taken that in and applied that into your work, your schedule. You've pretty much built your life around that. That's amazing to me. Yeah, because, you know, especially when the pandemic happened, parang naisip ko, eh, may kali lang ang buhay na parang, kung hindi mo pa gagawin ngayon, so, kailan mo pa siya gagawin? Na parang, to me, it's like, like right now, you know, with my husband and I, wala pa kaming children, you know, like now is like the best time for us, you know, to kind of like try different things, you know, like, you know, like for me, for example, this has always been my dream. Like, yung kagaya sinabi ko kanina, I killed this dream because I didn't know how I would fit in. And I was so intimidated of, you know, yung, because I'm an immigrant, ganon. but the dream never died. And I kept asking God, and I was like, why? Why? Bakit hindi mo wala, wala. Nasa puso ko palagi. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just try it out. Like, I, I was just literally just like bothered. Why? Nasa puso ko pa rin. And then, yun. Kaya ako, ngayon, for me, I'm taking it as, I'm taking this time basically as, as an opportunity to try it out. Because I don't want to be like 50, 60 years old down the line. And it's a bingo go, why didn't you try? Amen. You have yeah. to just do it, you know. As we wind down here, I want to ask about uh, the experience of uh, being an ESL person, but English is a second language tayong mga Pinoy. So nauutal ka pa rin ba? Like when you were there um at SummerSlam, did you find yourself like scrambling for the right word to say in English? Na, you know, in my regular life, I can speak it fine, pero ngayon, ako nauutal? Did that happen? <laughs> um, you know, to be honest with you. I don't know, like uh, maybe because I've been here for like a while. I mean, sometimes like I can't like, there are things that I can't just like express just because I'm literally just like lost for words. Um, honestly, when I first moved here, yun yun ganon. But then at the same time, parang I used wrestling as a way, not just to like get entertained, but at the same time to learn like how to listen to English. And yun yung ginawa ko kasi nag, I was really struggling to like like listen and like understand people. And so yun ang ginawa ko parang I trained myself na I just watched like English programs and like listen to English music and nakikinig ako lang ganun, 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 ganun. I wasn't able to speak like the way I'm speaking right now. But at the same time, I was like, well, at least I intindihan ko sila. That's true. <laughs> But during SummerSlam, it was mostly like, I think, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Had I pursued this dream like 10 years ago when I was thinking, oh my God, I need to get in WWE. I don't think I'd be ready. Because like I said, you know, communication wise, I feel like now I have been here you know, long enough to kind of like communicate better with people and I feel more confident communicating with people. Um, at SummerSlam, there were times where I couldn't hear people mainly because they were um But uh, at the same time, yung parang I think it's mostly just like, not because I didn't know what to say, it was just mostly because I couldn't believe that it was happening to me. Right, yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Um, 
yung experience mo, I guess, of using wrestling to learn English, it's not as uncommon as you might think, di ba? Uh, Kevin Owens has uh, talked about how he had to learn uh, how to speak in English and he did it through wrestling. So, you know, um, I'm pretty sure na there are many others just like Kevin Owens, like yourself, like us, who uh, yung English natin nag-improve talaga as a wrestling. You know, you're, just, you're, you're an example of that. Um, as, as we end the interview, I want to uh, give you a chance to let our listeners know where they can catch you, like what promotions are you appearing in, uh, where can people get uh, more of your content and all of that. Yeah, so for me, like um, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you can find me on YouTube as well at Ringside Rain, and that's Rain with an E. Um, and uh, I am a regular at Orange County Championship Wrestling and Venue Wrestling Entertainment. So we have shows this uh, September. Um, we have one for Orange County Championship Wrestling, uh, September 12th, Mind Games, and September 24th for Venue Wrestling Entertainment. Um, it's Friday night's main event. And I do have other shows um, with other wrestling promotions. Um, and you guys can find all that information on my social media, mostly Instagram. So I'll be in the I'll be in the US this for for the fall. I'll definitely make it out to LA. And hopefully by the time I make it out there, we can, you know, I can catch one of your shows. Yeah. So that's part of my bucket list now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you know, the indie scene here, it's it's really nice. It's like it's it's just like so cool to like see wrestling like that close. You know, number one, cheap wrestling. Number two, yeah. <laughs> yung talent din naman nyo, talagang yeah. ano magagaling. You know, mm-hmm. um, since honestly with my husband, um, nung dinala ko siya sa yeah, ingasama ko siya sa SummerSlam. Sabi niya sa akin, you know, I realize how like your friends from your wrestling promotions, like they can totally make it. Like they're like the same size, same height, and he even said. Some of them are actually much better than these guys. If it's happening, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow, that's really nice. <laughs> hey, you know, from us here in the Philippines, uh, you know, we wish local wrestling would come back. We wish events would come back. So we're really just happy that you get to experience all of that. We can live vicariously through you. And we're so happy for your success. So, so happy. Uh, congratulations, Rain, on everything. And thank you for taking the time out to just hang out with us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, salamat. And honestly, like when I uh, visit the Philippines, like the, yun ang nasa bucket list ko naman din, yung mabisita ko kayo. Because I, I didn't know na meron palang wrestling promotion sa Pilipinas. So there you go. It's something uh, gusto ko mapuntahan. And I'll let you guys know pag-uwi ako. <laughs> yeah, maybe by uh, 2025 when we get rid of the Omega variant and whatever other variants uh, come out of here, you know? Uh, pandemic response here is shitty, not like in the States. So <laughs> maybe by 2025, if we're alive by then. But uh, all kidding aside, thank you so much, Rain. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we can't wait to talk to you again um, on the podcast. And anytime you need to talk to a fellow Pinoy about wrestling, you can hit us up. Oh, oh, okay. Salamat. Okay, then, you know, like, feel free to always message me on the Instagram and like on Twitter or wherever you guys can find me. Like, I, I, I'm really honored to represent our country. Um, like I said, um, you know, si Pacquiao lumalaban siya nung Sabado rin sa Las Vegas. And the fact that, you know, naalala ko dumating kami sa airport, I nakita ko yung sign. I didn't even know that Pacquiao was fighting. But anyway, um, I just felt really proud because I was like, oh my God, he's like down the street at T-Mobile Arena, like fighting, representing our country. In my head, I'm like, I, I get to do this here. People don't know me, but you know what? Honestly, you know, Sinabi because of WWE, I'm from the Philippines and they're so happy. And to me, I was just like, I was just like really proud because to me, I feel like, you know, to me, I'm representing my country and, you know, the SoCal indie scene, so. Yeah. Hey, from all three of us, let me just say, you're a much better representation. Damn right. <laughs> so. Damn right. We're going to end it on that note. <laughs> Thank you so much once again to Rain Cruz for joining us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, she called in on a Friday night. So you know, I'm really glad that the time difference just worked out in our favor. She's on Pacific time. So it's not But yeah, she was mentioning in the interview, she's now getting all these interview requests. And it's really cool to see... Uh, na, na, you know, just because of that uh, appearance over on SummerSlam. Rocket strap kumbaga. I, I just want her to have a lot of bookings because that's the dream for any anyone working in the business. 
yeah, uh, it's uh, always amazing to see one of our own uh, to make it. But we always root for you, mga Pinoy's in wrestling, from the TJPs to the Robbie Eagles, to the Jeff Cobbs, the Palabas of the world. So uh, it's nice na you know uh, you have someone like Rain who isn't a wrestler, is a manager, is an announcer. Uh, we totally support everything she does, and champre tayo mga Pinoy part of the wrestling wrestling scene. Uh, we can only hope for the time when we can also get to do that ourselves, maybe by 2025. Yeah, uh, whenever that is. <laughs> yeah, whenever that is. As we get out of here, uh, we gotta let you know that we still, of course, have our weekly streams over on Kumu. So please follow us over there at Wrestling Wrestling Pod or on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thursday nights at 7 p.m. That's when we do the live streams. And if you want to get in touch with us with your questions, we still do the mailbag episodes. Uh, you know, you can hit us up at Wrestling 2 Pod on Twitter and on TikTok. Shempre, every follow on Spotify goes a long, long way. So thank you so much to everybody who's been following, sharing, leaving a comment, subscribing. And if you haven't done that yet, Well, as Vince McMahon once said, where the hell have you been? Please follow us. Uh, every follow goes a long, long way. Individually, though, you can hit us up on social media as well at Roiswar, at China Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. Big shout outs going out to Babyface producers Nika Isola and Gel for putting these episodes together. And thank you so much to our Podcast Network Asia team for helping us uh, have this platform to keep telling these stories about the pro wrestling community. On behalf of Romoran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. Saying thank you very much. Uh, keep your masks on. Stay healthy. If you can, go get your vaccines. If you can, go register to vote. And by 2022, let's all go and cast our votes in the national elections. We're out of here. Peace out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>